find that working, working, working for the sake of working is counterproductive. But it took me a very long time to get from that employee mindset where I had to be sat at the laptop like Monday to Friday, nine to five, into an entrepreneur mindset, which is what has to be done to move the needle. So I prioritize health, being in nature, being inspired, and I do very focused work for a shorter time. And this ritual, this routine helps me to do that. Hi everyone, welcome to the Web3 Thrive podcast. I'm your host, Emily Rose Delara. This podcast was designed to give you the confidence, knowledge, and clarity needed to succeed and lead in Web3. I teach proven strategies and tactics you can apply immediately to become confident and successful working in Web3. So take 20, plug in, and learn how to really thrive in Web3. And if you like what you hear, leave me five stars and subscribe on Spotify or follow on Apple Podcasts so you never miss an episode. You can also sign up to my newsletter to get exclusive content, tips, and strategies to help you thrive at work without the burnout and FOMO. Direct to your inbox each week. Plus, you'll get full access to exclusive leadership and coaching Q&As, free workshops, and all the Web3 and Thrive podcast episodes in one place. So just head over to learn.web3andthrive.com forward slash newsletter. Let's get into today's show. Welcome to Web3 and Thrive. How is it all going today? I'm having a very fresh morning, fresh as in it's actually cool today. It's been like in the 30s all week. And I am British, right? That's where I was born, as you can tell by my accent. But I live in the south of France. And so this British DNA in me makes it very easy to complain about the weather at all costs. (laughs) Uh, So when it's too hot, it's too fucking hot. When it's cold, I'm like, what is this cold? It's awful. Fuck my life. I need to go live back in Vietnam, okay? I actually loved the rain in Vietnam. If you've been there and it's, it's all tropical and hot, it's so nice. Anyway, It's really nice at the moment, very cool. And so I've been able to record a few podcasts. I've been able to plan out a few social media posts and have like a really productive day. I'm speaking to my work BFF soon, Regan. Hi, Regan, um, who's just launched her own podcast, Marketing on the Moon. Go and listen to that. Speaking to her soon, we have a Friday catch up and I cannot wait. Um, I wonder if any of you guys have a work BFF and and how that is and and what you do to stay in touch and inspire each other. Me and Regan are like constantly in communication. She came to my wedding, which is amazing. And we bounce ideas off each other all the time. She's really been a huge support. So when you're listening, have a think, who's who's your work BFF? Who's the person that you lean on the most? Are you supporting them enough? That's something that I always ask myself too. Anyway, I digress. Today's episode is about rituals I live by to make life feel beautiful, wonderful, successful, whatever word you want to put on there. Okay. And I would say that I have specific rituals that help me live the days that I want to live. It helps me do the things I want to do and they help each moment become more fulfilling, right? To not get woo-woo or hippy-dippy as my dad calls it. Um, Honestly, the amount of clients who come to me with no rituals, no daily routines, they have no social life and they have no breathing space. Okay. So they come to me like wound up springs or coils, as you would say. And I ask them, so tell me about when you get up, what does that look like? And they tell me, well, I get up, I have a shower. 
I check WhatsApp or Telegram and then I start work. Okay. I'm like, okay, cool. So tell me about when you go to bed. Well, I text my boss, I text my team, I check in, I read through my messages and then I I go to bed. Okay. So what do you do the weekend? Okay. Well, I was working last weekend. So you can see where I'm going with this. And what I try to understand is, is this way of working serving them? Is this actually benefiting them? What are they getting from this? And nine times out of 10, the answer is not really. I actually don't enjoy this way of being. Okay. And then we look at why is it not serving them? And usually the answers are, well, because I literally have no time for myself. I'm tired. My health is not great. I'm not seeing any of my friends. My partner is getting pissed off at me. Okay. So we're able to highlight why it's not serving them. And then we go down the path of what does it actually look like to have a ritual? Now, rituals came to me when I was healing a few years ago, five or six years ago now. I did nothing but work. I was burnt out. I was struggling with, or maybe, this is maybe a bit longer ago, maybe seven or eight years now, struggling with an eating disorder. And I had to take time out to heal from that completely. And before that, I did nothing but work. I was literally constantly working because I had this fear of failure, this fear of scarcity, fear of not having enough. And this carried on into my leadership roles. So when I worked in the exchanges, uh, when I was consulting, I was checking my phone at like 1am in the morning and I was waking up with like a great big heavy weight on my chest. And I was just why am I feeling this way? What am I scared of, really? Why am I allowing this to happen? And so learning from the time that I took off about eight years ago and reflecting on what helped me then, I was able to implement something new that actually benefited me. And back in the day, I used to do yoga every morning. I used to meditate. I used to do big, long walks on the beach. And I can't do that Right now, I can't go on big long walks at the beach, but I can implement things that help me to feel like I did then. So I was reflecting on this for a long time. This is about two years ago. And I realized that I was waking up with anxiety every morning and that I was tired the whole time and that my relationship was falling apart with Antoine. Like we were just, he was like, all you do is fucking work. And the only thing that helped me change is realize that there is more to life that I need something more fulfilling and that actually this was making me fucking miserable. Not to mention I had a spiritual awakening and unfortunately I lost a few friends too early, young friends who I thought would always be there to share my Instagram stories with and like reels and stuff and and that was really hard and I became very aware of my own mortality. When you lose someone who's your age, at least a few people who are your own age in like one year, you become very aware of death, which sounds very morbid, but it's true. And you start to live or start to want to live life to the fullest. And so when these things kind of accumulated, compounded, I realized that life had to change. And you know the story. I've talked about this a lot in the podcast, but I had like a a full wake up calling and I decided that I wanted to live this fullest, most energetic life. And this required rituals, not necessarily routines, not like logistics or operational stuff like from the masculine, but from the feminine side. So it needed to be space creating. And I did a bit of research into this and 90% of high performing 
successful people have a morning routine, but I didn't want it to just be a morning routine. I wanted it to be a ritual, something that I love to do. And in this episode, I'm going to go into the rituals that I live by and maybe give you some inspiration into what what you could implement maybe. It doesn't I don't believe that these rituals and routines have to be like set in stone, right? They can fluctuate, they can change, you can be flexible and whatever you feel like doing, you can do it. But as long as you're implementing something that helps you to create space during the day. Now, mine have changed a lot. I used to do deep meditations on the morning and the night. Now I just do them on the morning. I don't do as many on the night. I used to go for runs on the morning in the winter, but in the summer, I like to go for runs during the day. So it can all change and chop. And this is the beauty of it. It's your life. You can design it however way you want, as long as you focus on creating space. So do you want to hear how I do it? Yes, you do. So (laughs) every morning, since every morning right now, okay, this is going to change because it always does. Every morning right now, I wake up, I have a glass of lemon water. Thank you to Isla, who is my health coach and functional practitioner. She's like instilled this in me for like the last four years. Have your glass of lemon water. It gets you started for the day. And then I go into my office and I do ecstatic dance. Yes, it's crazy, but I actually am studying more embodiment practices and somatic coaching. And part of this is to move your body and release emotions physically versus just mentally. So I do that. I meditate. Um, I might do the six phase meditation by Vishen Lakiani, or I might be sat there for 45 minutes in a different world. Who knows? Okay, so I give myself that time. I have about an hour to do this. It's not, not much longer than that. And then I'll go in the shower. I will do a body brush. Thanks to Isla again for this. Move all the toxins through the body. And when I shower, I listen to podcasts. So I don't listen to music. And actually, I don't know if I'm a bit weird, but whenever I run, whenever I exercise, whenever I'm doing anything, I'm constantly listening to podcasts to help me develop. So I listen to um, podcasts for coaching development. I listen to mindset stuff. I listen to uh, Sahara Rose because I'm totally into all the woo-woo witchy stuff. I listen to um, things about sales and marketing, like anything that can help me grow as a person. That's what I'm listening to. And then once I'm out of the shower, I actually get dressed. So during the week, (laughs) I used to not bother, but I feel like it makes such a huge difference to how I feel and how I show up. So I actually get dressed. I put some makeup on sometimes, depending on the day. And then I'll go for a dog walk. Sometimes we'll go buy some breakfast at the market. Um, Maybe we'll pop to the shop. I don't know. We'll just wander around with the doggies for a while. I don't take my phone. I just leave it at home and I'll get back whenever. And the reason for this is because, and the reason I don't have time frames over this is because I don't book anything before 12. Unless it's like a specific day and I have to fit a coaching client in and I've made that sacrifice um, or commitment, most of my days don't have calls until 12. And I've made that on purpose. So I don't have to rush this morning. So we just have a wonder, have a lovely dog walk that sets the tone for the day. And also getting the sunshine in your eyes slows down the production of melatonin. So it wakes you up. So I always have that in mind. And then I come home. Thanks to Isla, I eat a protein brekkie. So I have omelets, frittata. I have chia seed pudding now, all sorts of stuff. And it helps me to actually have a coffee. I'm not allowed to have, I mean, I can if I want, but it wouldn't be the best decision to have a coffee on an empty stomach. So I have this protein brekkie and then a coffee 
And then I'll practice 10 minutes of French. I'm trying to anchor that as a habit now. I don't know if you know much about habit layering, but this is something that I talk about quite often with my clients. We anchor the habit to something that you do every day. So I'm trying to anchor it to my brookie because I've been literally putting off learning French for a year and a half now. I cannot do it any longer. I know a lot of French, but I don't know how to put the sentences together. So it's not good. Trying to work it out. So 10 minutes of French for brookie. And then I have, if I'm not having coffee, which I don't always have coffee, I have pur air tea. Uh, Antoine says I say it wrong, but whatever. It's P-U-R-E-H-T um, because it's it doesn't give you this like, well, it's too strong black tea feeling. It's like a nice light tea. Um, and I make like, and this is thanks to Regan, by the way. Um, I make like little jars of water with lemon and cucumber and I have them like rotating in the fridge. So that's how I get my two liters of water in. And then I do a bit of work maybe two hours, three hours, depending how I feel. Most of the work is head down, head down, focused on building out my group coaching program. It might be preparing a workshop. It might be pitching. It might be responding to emails. I don't know. It's like the, the actual physical work on the laptop. Or it might be recording this podcast. I get that stuff done first, like the brain work. And then I'll get a bit fidgety and I need to like move my body. So I go for a run or a walk for maybe an hour. I might take the dogs out if it's not too hot. And then I'm able to come back. And this is another Regan thing. Regan, you're literally in my head today. We need to code switch, right? We need to go from doing one task to another. So you make an actual clear change in what you're doing. You go and do something else and then you come back and you do another task. So I code switch. And then I work until around six. Actually, it's been like five recently and I'm just done. I've done all the tasks. I'm not actually giving myself as many things to do in a day. So I'm feeling more accomplished, actually checking everything off, which I advise to do. And then the laptop closes. I go on a dog walk. I make dinner. Maybe I will paint or I'll read or something, or maybe I'll go out and have a life. Um, <laughs> and I'm also learning to DJ. Hi, Alex. Alex, my editor, is teaching me how to DJ. I keep pushing back the lessons, but we're going to do it soon. Um, but in the meantime, I've been practicing. So if anyone's a DJ, let me know. <laughs> Share your SoundCloud links to me because I want to be inspired for my first ever mix ever with Alex. So that's what I do. And then at the end of the day, we're watching this thing called The Lincoln Lawyer at the moment. I don't know if you're watching it on Netflix. It's amazing. We don't often watch series. We usually do in the winter, but we've been like pulled into this and we watch it intentionally. So we say, okay, 9 p.m. We're going to watch this for an hour. And then at 10 p.m. I'm going to go read and do my meditation and then go to bed. So that's what's happening right now. But honestly, this is not set in stone. This changes all the fucking time. I'll always meditate on a morning, no matter what. And I d don't put time frame on that um, because I know that I show up way better if I meditate and my life is much easier if I do. And I get lots of messages and visions and like intuitions and nudges. So I do that and it helps me to make sense of things. So I never, ever skip meditation, but you might not, you might do something else. And the most important thing when it comes to these rituals and actually implementing them is setting boundaries. I know exactly what I say yes or no to. 
I know exactly what opportunities I'll say yes to. I know the things that drain me. I say no to watching TV past 10 p.m. I say no to going to bed after 11 p.m., right? So I know exactly what I say no or yes to, and that helps me to keep these rituals or routines, however you want to call them, in place. So before you kind of set out onto having a ritual or a routine, make sure that you know your non-negotiables. Do you go and do conferences quite often? If so, how many Will that impact your ritual? Is that something you want to sacrifice? Is it worth it? This is where the non-negotiables come into play. And lastly, I just want to point out, I don't spend hours and hours working, right? This, this ritual is first, work is second. Because I find that working, working, working for the sake of working is counterproductive. But it took me a very long time to get from that employee mindset where I had to be sat at the laptop like Monday to Friday, nine to five, into an entrepreneur mindset, which is what has to be done to move the needle. Okay. So I prioritize health, being in nature, being inspired, and I do very focused work for a shorter time. And this ritual, this routine helps me to do that. Okay. So when you are thinking about what you want to do every day, what you want to make more of a commitment to doing each day, think about your non-negotiables, what you say yes or no to, and think about what will I achieve in a short period of time? What is the most important thing to achieve? And how does that fit into my daily routine? Knowing all that will help you to build the days that feel fulfilling. And it'll help you to stop feeling like you're running, running, running. And it will help you to feel like you're actually living a life where you're doing what you want to do. And you're getting results in business or work. Okay. So I hope that was helpful. I would actually like your help with something. I'm considering doing a podcast every week versus every other week. So if you are interested in this, or if this would be beneficial to you, I'm going to put a poll on the Spotify. Okay. So if you're listening on Spotify, you can do the poll. So I'd love you to answer it there. And um, then I'll understand if it's worth doing or not, because it's a lot of podcast episodes. And I really admire people who have done weekly podcast episodes from day one. It's a lot of work. So if that's something you want, I am totally down for it. In fact, I already have a plan for it. I just want to make sure that it makes sense. Thank you so much. And don't forget to review this podcast. I would like to see more reviews on iTunes and knowing that these podcasts are actually helping you. I want to make sure that I'm covering the topics that resonate. Um, So if you do love the podcast and you do want to share them with people, please like them, give them five stars, rate and review and share them with a friend who you think it might benefit. It really, really helps me to grow and it helps me to reach more people. And in turn, support the leaders and the people working in Web3 on a larger basis. So thank you so much and I'll see you next time. So that's all I've got for you today. As always, thank you for listening. Don't forget to drop me a review and subscribe wherever you get your podcast and head on over to Instagram and TikTok at Emily in Web3 for daily content to help you thrive in Web3. Also, feel free to drop me a DM, a message or a question. I am here to serve you. See you next time.